Welcome to Now Charleston. I'm Sam Spence. It's Wednesday, April 13th. Now Charleston takes a look at a handful of issues three times a week and tells you why they're important. Predictions for the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season are out. Will this year be a calm or busier year than normal? Charleston's low battery seawall rebuild is halfway through. It's just one of the projects that the city is bankrolling to prevent storm damage. Charleston police are reportedly ramping up drunk driving patrols after dozens of alcohol-involved traffic fatalities in 2021. And the city is still chasing federal dollars for that low-line project downtown. Those stories and more, starting now. But first, following up a story from last week that showed increased gun crime during the pandemic, said to be at least partially due to the increase in gun sales in states like South Carolina. Here's an Associated Press headline from just this week. Feds, hundreds of guns illegally trafficked to Philadelphia. The story says about 100 guns bought in South Carolina and about 300 more bought in Georgia found their way up to Pennsylvania for sale on the black market, potentially for sale to people who would otherwise be federally prohibited from buying guns. South Carolina has long been a source state for illegal guns, part of what's called the Iron Pipeline, state's with less strict gun laws where gun traffickers buy guns, some legally, some illegally, and then turn around and sell them on the black market in northeastern states where gun laws are more strict. Without laws in states like South Carolina to require reporting of sold or stolen weapons, many times guns just disappear and are impossible to track once they leave a gun shop or are sold or stolen until they're recovered by police after they're used in a crime. Sometimes out of state, sometimes in state, could be anywhere. This is just one of these types of stories, but keep an eye on the news long enough and you'll see reports like this one about guns exported from iron pipeline states like South Carolina to fuel gun crime elsewhere. All right, what do you think? Will the 2022 hurricane season be more active or calmer than usual? The 2022 Atlantic hurricane season is expected to be more active than usual by forecasters from Colorado State University. First, that's easy for them to say. They're in Colorado. The average season has 14 named storms, 7 hurricanes, and 3 major storms. The Colorado State forecasters predict 19 named storms this year, with 9 hurricanes, 4 of which will be major storms, they say. Hurricane season begins in June and runs through November 30th. Here are a few of the names that will be given to Atlantic storms this year. It'll start with Alex, Earl is in there, Gaston, which uh, has been a storm that came to South Carolina before, pretty sure, uh, or coming from Charlotte, Gaston. Uh, there's Carl with a K. Got Nicole, Paula, Richard in there. You know Richard's going to cause some trouble. Forecasters say this increased storm activity is following a years-long trend. Colorado state experts forecasted 17 named storms last year, but the season ended up with being one of the busiest ever, with 21 named storms. And in Charleston, even if the storms don't directly hit South Carolina, flooding from storms can cause catastrophic... Flooding from storms can cause even more widespread damage in low-lying areas than some catastrophic storms can. Hold that thought. The city has broken ground on the third of four phases for its low-battery seawall project. The current phase of construction is about 1,800 feet of the low-battery wall. That's the portion along Murray Boulevard downtown at the end of the peninsula that's mostly at street level. The project is reconstructing the seawall on the water side uh, of the walkway, in addition to slightly raising the height of that wall to protect against storm surge. That's water overtopping the wall during a major storm or flooding event that floods the entire 
kind of White Point Gardens and lower peninsula area. The current phase that just started uh, between Ashley Avenue and near King Street is expected to wrap up in fall 2023. The whole project is expected to cost around $70 million paid for by hospitality tax revenues, and it'll all be completed in 2025, with the next phase being that King Street to high battery area. The battery wall, portions of which are uh, more than 100 years old, is just one of the major infrastructure projects designed to help mitigate the damage from standing water after major storms. One of the other main projects is a huge system of pumps along the Crosstown area that are designed to move water trapped in the middle of the peninsula out toward the Ashley River. That's all the construction you've seen along that area, President Street, in between the bridges, all of that is this one big pump project. It's been underway for years and will cost a total of $200 million. Another massive project in the medical district and, uh, and down on Calhoun Street is in the works, and the latest estimates say that could cost up to half a billion dollars. That's $2022, of course. And all that is separate from the proposed and controversial seawall project that the United States Army of Corps of Engineers is working on with the city. That project is still in the planning stages, but, but most recently, some well-placed critics have pushed city leaders to walk back more intensive measures that could build walls along the peninsula's coastlines. Did I mention that storms have been getting even more severe every season? The Charleston Police Department has reportedly revamped its procedures for patrolling drunk driving after a significant portion of traffic fatalities in 2021 involved alcohol. The city's 24 traffic fatalities in 2021 was a record, and 60% of those involved alcohol, police say, according to Live 5 News. This year, the city says it's already expanded its footprint to patrol for impaired driving and increased patrols at night. In 2021, CPD made 356 DUI arrests. So far this year, they've counted 97. One item from City Council last night, the City of Charleston is still trying to move forward with the big low-line project downtown. The proposed project that's been in the works for a decade would build a linear park for cyclists and pedestrians under the I-26 overpass from Mount Pleasant Street to about John Street. The project didn't get a $25 million federal grant the city and the organization had hoped for last year because it was too early in development, but a new $7 million grant could help get those construction plans together so the city can then turn around and request a bigger grant again later, according to a Post and Courier report from city council committee meetings on Tuesday. Most of the hassle for this project has been buying access to a bunch of pieces of land along the old railroad bed that runs under the highway and through the middle of downtown, south of the Crosstown. The project could be critical in helping connect areas of downtown that lack bike and pedestrian infrastructure right now, especially with the planned bus rapid transit project slated to shuttle people from as far away as Ladson into downtown along Meeting Street uh, into the medical district. Some critics say city money that could be used to secure those federal grants would be better used elsewhere in town on flooding or other projects. But city officials still sound optimistic that the project is on track, despite the delay. That's all I've got for you today. If you've got feedback for the show, you can leave me a voicemail, 843-474-1319, or email sam at nwchs.com. If you can rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now, that's a huge help. And as always, check nowcharleston.com, that's nowchs.com, for links and notes from today's show. 
And to be sure you don't miss anything, follow twitter.com slash naltrolston and instagram.com slash naltrolston. Thanks so much for listening. I will be back on Friday with the next Naltrolston.